In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts, and we promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. Today, we are taking a break, guys. Let's take a little... Hey, you know what? We earned it. Let's take a little break from the list. And we are looking at the, what's the definition of this list, Russell? It's the Rolling Stones' greatest rock Christmas songs of all time. What is it? That sounds about right. All right. So simple, you will have a, as simple as our rating system. I will have a link in the description if you want to listen to these songs, but I guarantee you know all these. We are going through the Rolling Stones list. That is the most creative thing we could think of. But you know what, guys? I agree with Aaron. Uh, we weren't going to hang out together. And once again, Aaron kept saying, you know, scamdemic, scamdemic over and over. Plandemic. No, <laughs> switch it up with that. But he has invited us in. So let's have together. I was thinking, let's get together and have a holiday party. Ooh, isn't this fun? Yeah, let's do it. Thanks so for I'm just going to reach over and I'm going to slowly. Whoa, don't reach too far there. I'm going to. Whoa, whoa, careful. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Woo-hoo. Hey, guys, Just seriously, I'm doing the, the shared bowl of snacks. Rob, that's a, that's a married man. Watch yeah. that reach. Will you tell Sarah what you did there? Guys, Gosh. I'm doing the best I can, okay? I don't need the criticism right now. All right, so here we go. Just a little seriousness in the bit. Like, guys, please, I'm trying the best I can. Okay, so I couldn't figure out how to turn off the jingle bells and start this at the same time. But let's let's uh, let's turn on the radio. Mm. I love the radio. Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. <laughs> this week we're playing all the Christmas classics. Yes. So cuddle away there, sweetie, in front of the Yule Log, make some Yule hot log. chocolate, and listen to this new Yule hit, log. the 12 episodes of this funny podcast feed. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. On the first episode <laughs> of this funny podcast feed, Aaron wants to see feet. <laughs> On the second episode of this funny podcast feed, Russellie Nyes and Aaron wants to see feet. On the third episode of this funny podcast feed, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russellie Nyes and Aaron wants to see On the fourth episode of this funny podcast feed, records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ selling knives, and Erin wants to see feet. On the fifth episode of this funny podcast feed, Looking for wives that swing. <laughs> Marcos Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russelly knives, and Erin wants to see feet. <laughs> On the sixth episode of this funny podcast feed, Bleep Joke of the Week. Looking for wives that swing. Records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russelling knives, and the Rin wants to see feet. On the seventh episode of this funny podcast feed, sleep in the garage, bleep joke of the week, looking for wives that swing. Records from Russell's mom, Matt's a mean old daddy, Russelling knives, and Erin wants to see feet. On the eighth day episode of this funny podcast feed, Dirty Big Bopper sleep in the garage, bleep joke of the week, looking for wives that swing. 
records from Russell's mom. Matt's a mean old daddy, Russ selling knives. And Erin wants to see feet. Your dad asked you the episode of this funny podcast feed. Herbie Mans Bush Bush, Dirty bush, Big Popper, Sleep in the Garage, yes. Bleep Joke of the Week, Looking for One, one Take. Yes. One take again. This is a one take. Records from Russell's mom, so Matt's a really old daddy, Russell's <laughs> nice, and Erin wants to see feet. On the 10th episode of this funny podcast feed, great rating system, Herbie Mans Bush Bush, Dirty Big Popper, Sleep in the garage, sleep joke of the week, looking for rocks and Records from Russell's rolling bones of mean old daddy Russell selling knives. And Erin wants to see feet. On the 11th episode of this funny podcast feed. Voicemail from Krista, great rating systems, Herbie Mans, Bush Bush, Dirty Big Bopper, Sleep in the Garage, Bleep Joke of the Week, Looking for Wise and Swing. I would have done Krista's second, from you could have easily come up with 11 Matt's fake names for old daddy, Russell, <laughs> knife, And Erin wants to see those dirty feet. On the 12th episode of this funny podcast feed, we have 12 total downloads. Voicemail from Kirsten Great rating system Herbie Mans Bush Bush Dirty Big Bopper Sleep in the garage Bleep joke of the week Looking for wives that swing Records from Russell's mom Matt's a mean old daddy Russell's selling knives And Erin wants to see our wives' feet When you want to hear about the greatest apps of all time Way to go. If they were to redo that, that movie, Mr. Holland's office, and change it with that at the end, people would be a wanted to tears just like when they were them. They get off track. <laughs> oh. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. <laughs> Beck did it better. All right, everybody. That was fantastic, Rob. That was beautiful. Happy That's holidays and all welcome all to Beck Did It Better. That bit was way longer than I thought when I listened to it the first time. That was humiliating <laughs> to sit here and watch that. But here, you know what? I've got to introduce you. I've got three guys who all separately texted me this week saying, please don't use the joke jingle balls on the episode. <laughs> so, guys, this is going to be a jingle balls episode free. Screwed that up. All right, here we go. Uh, Rob, I'm like I'm Rob. I'm in New York. I'm like the Christmas music of this podcast. I'm really fun at the beginning, and then after a while, you get sick of it because it keeps going on and on. I've got Russ, who's a lot like the Santa of the podcast, but he's less jolly. He also doesn't give us anything, but he he's got that kind of look, the silver hair and beard. So we got Russ. Russ, how are you doing? Hey, Rob. Instead of one day of online dating rejection, I've had eight. Crazy nights. <laughs> uh, I've got Matt in uh, Minneapolis. Matt's like our Frosty the Snowman. He mostly just sits there, but every once in a while he comes in life to life. <laughs> God dang it. There you go. Take a swig. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Rob. Glad to be here. And we've got Aaron in California, and Aaron has just, in the beginning when we were all talking before this, he just kept saying Merry Christmas in a pretty aggressive way, and then keeps talking to say that about the war on Christmas. Aaron, how are you doing? Good luck with that. I just I got nothing. 
<laughs> I'm all right, Aaron. I'm Merry really Christmas. Excited. We're sorry. Really excited to talk about holidays with you all. Before we start talking about our favorite holiday songs and what makes the holidays so great, we actually, this week, our first ever text message. What? Oh, a text message. And this is to why this Bex, is scary. To the Beck line? This is, they, they Bexted. They Bexted. They used the Bexted line. <laughs> Rob, how do you how do you bext? What 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 is the number to bext? Okay, well, if you want to bext, just send your age, sex, and location to 802-277-2325. That's 802-277-BECK. And once again, if you send any pictures of your feet, I will forward those to Aaron. No questions asked whatsoever. I, I, my favorite thing about your song, Rob, is I there was no part of you that ever thought once about not having the first thing be Aaron's. Oh no, Pichon for feet, as you put it. Like you had to repeat that twelve times. No, didn't I you? sat down to write the song, and that was already there. Like it just came out. It was like magically already. There. I was like, yeah, it's came you in a dream, like the Silver Beatles. It's like it's that's the only rhyme I tried to make. Was it a partridge in a pear tree? I was like, feet, perfect rhyme. I'm so good at this. This is crazy. <laughs> Poet, you don't even know it. So Didn't even need rhyme.com for that one. It's so true. It's so easy. Uh, all right. So the text message, well, this is actually a text message from Houston, from a Houston number. So I think this might be a legit stranger. We did last episode ask for a stranger to, uh, to call in or to give us a text, and I think we got one. So here it is. I'm going to read it. Russ, glue of the show, could do his own radio show. Oh, I don't. Wow, think so. Russ, way to go. I would love that. Russ, the Russ radio show. I would listen to that uh, and then uh, call in and then talk over Russ most of the time. Uh, I have Matt, <laughs> insightful takes quietest. Mm. All right, fitting. Thank you, Matt, for playing off okay. that. I like that when we get a nice repartee going. I think that's really fond and funny for the podcast. Aaron, WTF sometimes. Is he high most shows? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Aaron, the reviews I've are never, in. You suck. Wow. I've never been high for any of these shows. <laughs> no, wow, this is actually intense. what he's like. Yes, that's just how you function in normal society this is like just this. Me. This is how I just walk around talking this way. I don't yeah, know. If you want somebody that has strong opinions on the Dave Brubeck five, you are talking to the right guy right now. Well, I have to say, in honor of in honor of our holiday album, tonight I am drinking a Gin and tonica, and I'm wondering if Aaron's smoking marijuana. I am not smoking marijuana. I don't know where these callers would get this idea. <laughs> so I think that was all from the text message. That was all from the Bexter. And what they, what the texter, what the Bexter say about you, Rob? Was oh, it was it from I, Mike Jones? Was it two eight one three three zero eight zero zero fo? We don't need to read what it says about me. Okay, Mike Rob. Jones, let's, uh, let's hear it. Mike let's Jones hear it. says Rob yep. funny. Pervy. You know, actually, this is, is this just my, like, this looks like my CV. <laughs> this is my LinkedIn profile, actually. Yeah. Rob, funny, pervy, Howard Stern-like in a good way. Good show boys. Oh, I mean, that's good show boys. So there we go. It's a compliment. I got to say, for the three of us, it was quite, quite complimentary. Aaron being accused of what the fuck sometimes is he only I? Yeah. Like, that would make, I don't know if Aaron's going to sleep well tonight, but the rest of us, I think, should feel pretty proud feel of okay this. About it. So if you want to contact the next line, 802-277-2325. And like we said, we are still looking for pictures of feet. Okay. I would love (laughs) to text pictures of feet to Aaron. I would get a big kick out of that. Do you think, do you think this uh, guy or gal texted in because they just couldn't get through your message on the back line? (laughs) I haven't changed it so long. It still is like 10 minutes of me doing a bit. It's like, Hey guys, what's the deal with answering machines? Uh, You call and they answer. It's not even a machine anymore. Well, see you later. My other favorite part of this is that the three of us that have no performance history, we've never been singers, we've never been in plays or shows or anything, all got compliments. And Aaron, who is mm-hmm. went to school for being a performer, is the I one know, getting got, ripped by our list, uh, by our Bexer from Houston. 
Man, I guess I don't play well in Houston. I'm not big in Texas. <laughs> I can't I've imagine to, you would play well in Houston, Aaron. I've been to Houston. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> okay, Aaron, just don't say anything weird this episode, and I think we're going to be just fine. <laughs> It'll be just fine. I'm never going to happen. <laughs> All Man, right, so let's... Has this caller listened to my, my needle it's drop? It's a Baxter, I played, It's a Baxter. 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 Has this Baxter... I played Port Arthur, Texas' own UGK in my needle drop list. I don't think this person really is from Houston. I don't think Slobber Dog has made the Houston top 500 songs in the last few years, so you, you might get there eventually. And if you want to look up the phone number, look up Houston 500. That's the phone number. And uh, actually, don't Google that, anybody. That's a joke. It's only funny if you actually know what that is. A bunch of guys in an orgy, and some of them are dressed in a gorilla mask, and it makes no sense. It's a gangbang, and the two guys have a gorilla mask on. Like, what is your search history like? Huh? What is your search history like? You don't do this on your work. How to delete yeah. search histories. <laughs> it's a vicious spiral of how to delete histories, and then it just yeah. keeps popping up. And oh. The tech guys were suspicious. The only websites on my history were how to delete history and nothing else. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> so when you when you are when you have the website that says how to delete history and then you click delete, is that still up there? Like, will it never go away because you constantly yeah. have to Google it? Because when you try to delete it, you're back on the page. It's a it's a it's a terrible, terrible like, cycle. You can't win. It's All like right. the sequel to that movie Inception. And you're just constantly in in different phases of deleting your search history. That's like the Houston five hundred <laughs> sequel called Conception. All right, so speaking of immaculate conception, it's the holidays. Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about some of these Christmas songs. But oh wait, what's that I hear? Oh, it's a little louder than I thought. But what's that I hear out on the horizon? Why, guys, look who's coming to visit us! Ho ho ho, baby! <laughs> it's song. me, it's Big Bopper Claus. Big Bopper Claus. Oh, Big Bopper Claus doesn't like the how this jingle bells isn't that long, and it's more annoying than Big Bopper Claus thought it would be. Ho ho ho! <laughs> you might think that Big Bopper did a Christmas song one time, and I'm going to play it for you right now. But my lifespan was so short, baby, I didn't even get oh. a Christmas song. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I had I had one big hit. I had actually I had two big hits. I had Chantilly Lace, and then the plane hitting the ground. You know what I mean? I'm a big <laughs> oh, 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 too, that's too soon. That's too soon. Geez. Well, that's too soon. Big Bopper Claus. This joke is rolling boned. Seems like the big, big Bopper made a tactical error and came out with his hardest stuff right off the bat. Anything else would be big trouble. Just get edited off. So the Big Bopper Claus is going to say. Ho, ho, hey, baby. You know what I like. Aaron, I'm not getting you that for a present. That was sick what you said. I can't even understand how you'd use that. Okay, ho, 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 ho. See you later, Big Bopper Claus. Okay, I'm excited. If I had a time machine, I would go ahead to next Christmas. So I could hear Big Bopper Claus Part 2. I think that's a hit. It's a character's a great hit. <laughs> After Matt said that joke was rolling boned, I feel bad that I sent my nieces and nephews a Big Bopper Claus on the shelf. And I, now I'm going to feel terrible about that. Ho, ho, ho. Big Bopper's watching over you, baby. He knows he, what you like. And I he needs like to be moved around every day. But don't put me anywhere near that plastic plane. Yeah, the uh, I will say the elf on the shelf in my house has been suspiciously still. For the last couple of days, and it's pointed out every day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are probably naughty. I don't know. It's a ton of work. Where do you suppose you put a Chuck Berry doll around oh. Christmas? Oh, oh, no. Oh, Rob, no. just decline. Oh, no. Huh? All right. Just just have at it. We'll delete it. Just go mm. say what you need to say. I can't. I just... 
I from the back it, of the toilet. Where does it go? The, the idea think... of a Chuck Berry elf on the shelf that was very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I get a real kick out of that, I got to admit. All right, so we are talking about the Rolling Stones' greatest Christmas songs. Actually, you know what? We should probably I do a Rolling Stones. I can't believe Rob showed that much restraint. I've never seen him show that much restraint in this podcast before. Yeah. He's looking at those <laughs> baby. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Johnny no. Big <laughs> off in the room next to the bathroom. Oh, baby. <laughs> you wanted the big bopper. You got the big bopper. Why does bopper. he got that belt around his neck? Oh, no. Oh. This is our holiday episode. I'm going to send you guys this as an outtake. Wow. This is like a bad train. It's off the rails. All right. So far off the rails. Let's do roll. I almost skipped rolling going this week. I think a lot of people would probably get really upset. It's it's, it's, it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for rolling going. When I put the bells, when I put the bells over the stings, it sounds very festive. Yeah, it's good. It's extra. This is going to be like a, a clockwork orange where they're going to hear the bells, and by the end, they're going to be conditioned to laugh anytime they hear the bells. It's Pavlog's dogs. All right. So, guys, feel free to hop in any time and say something funny that maybe saved me from myself. Uh, rolling going, everybody. No, no, you're doing good. You're doing great. What are you up to? What's going on? Russ, rolling going with you. Rolling going. We're kind of in that festive season. You know, people are starting to give gifts. Not feel good about myself, but so I started thinking about what are my favorite gifts I've ever received, and I was going to tell you guys about some of my favorites and see if you guys remember some of the favorite gifts you've ever received over the years. So, all right, the first gift as a kid that I remember getting that was the greatest Christmas gift I ever got was Super Mario Brothers three. So we had a Nintendo as a kid, and I remember you know we had Nintendo, we didn't have all the games, but I remember opening that up, and it was like. Mario 3 and when you're 10 years old you don't even know this exists right you you're only aware of Mario the real losers out there at Mario 2 because that was a terrible terrible game (laughs) Mario 2 was bad yeah (laughs) but then all of a sudden I remember opening up Mario 3 and you're like what I can fly if I get this raccoon tail and I just remember Mario 3 being the greatest Christmas gift as a kid whole new possibilities do you guys yes. remember the greatest Christmas gift you ever got? You could play as different characters. Like that was mind blowing. That it was like different characters with actual different like skills. Like the yeah. the princess would float longer, and the toad guy yeah. was totally useless. He did something, but like it was absolutely mind blowing. Do you remember the favorite gift you've ever got? My grandma Rosie got me a pair of Jordan ones, so that one's like that's etched in my mind, and now they're in my house, ready for my for my son to wear. So that I've probably mentioned this before, but you I still have that. them. I got them, yeah. My mom sent them to me. They're they're ready for my son to put on. He he he'll be ready in a year or so, probably. Yeah, nice. Jordan ones. That's I got pretty a, awesome. I, got, I remember I can be like I think seven years old. I got like a brand new bike that was really cool and had like checkered uh, padding around and stuff like that. And was the first first bike that you know didn't have the pedals when you pedaled backwards that were the brakes and you know you could like spin backwards. It was like oh that's a cool bike. So I remember that. And then I think I got a couple baseball gloves here and there, but uh, nothing like. Nothing too exciting, but uh, yeah, that's probably fitting. Rob, other than that Chantilly lace Jenny got you for the weekend, <laughs> what what has been your favorite holiday gift? No, I'll tell you what. I you know what I I have been giving gifts to my wife, and they have all bombed already this year. Okay, <laughs> I'll talk about that later. But it has been a disaster of a giving season right off the bat. I gave her something. Oh, I I don't want to get into it. Anyway, I would say the best gift, the gift I remember the most actually is that. 
I opened this big gift I had. Just have this. You have to understand Christmas at my house growing up was, and this might surprise you, pretty overdone. Like there was a lot going on. <laughs> we were getting a lot of stuff to the point where we would take a break from opening presents halfway through to have brunch and then go back to opening <laughs> presents. Like we had, when I saw other people's Christmases, I was like, oh, this is what a normal Christmas is like. Cause our Christmas was just like obscene. And I loved every minute of it. It was so great, but it would be like, first we do the stockings. Then we all take turns one at a time opening presents. So we watch each other open presents. You gotta and watch all, everyone. And we have to yeah, comment yeah, yeah. on it. So it takes forever. Oh, it sounds terrible. It it's, sounds horrible. It's just great. And then it's I would go to some, still single. I could never go through this. And then I would go to some other people's Christmases. And I don't want to mention who they are because they might be listening to the podcast. Um, and they would just all open the gifts at once. And I was like, oh, this is bizarre to me. It's so strange. But I got the So the, the end of my story is I got one of those Lego pirate ships, like the huge ones. Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable. It was so awesome. I remember just being so thrilled with that. And then I built it and it sat on my shelf for approximately 13 years until I moved out. So not a great end of the story, but it ruled. Do you I can guys- remember being on the other side of that, Rob, where I, my friends Tom and Mike um, – from Richfield there, there, you know, I can remember like our house, we'd go over to their house and it was just two of them. And it was the exact, I mean, it was like packing bags for, for miles. Right. Yeah. And we didn't, we never got like guns or anything at our house, you know, and they, wait, they wait, got what? all the cool army what? guns, oh, or, oh, yeah, like the toy guns, you know, I mean, they got like all Same, the cool yeah, no, army no guns. In, yeah. No guns in my house either, you know, kind of a thing. And so we were, we were over there and we would just would love going over there. We'd go down to the basement and play <laughs> war back and forth and stuff like that. So, you know, I, you, you probably had a couple friends that were just hanging on only because of all the stuff you got. You might <laughs> when you, when you talk about guns growing up, so I remember sad and true. You guys remember up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, select, select start. start. For Contra, I remember, I I don't know if it was an aunt or a neighbor lady who was not happy that we had the game Contra as kids because it was a game where you're running around kind of shooting these alien type people and there were guns in the game and they were not happy about guns in the game. Oh, well, guess what? You know what? If you, if you don't have good guys with guns, it's just bad Contras with guns. And if she wants alien heads poking out and shooting three fireballs at her, guess who you're going to call? Somebody with a gun. Okay, yeah, and my gun shoots three bullets in different ways at one time. So what? It's called the Second Amendment. Look it up. Were, were you guys in Contra, were you more, remember the spread gun where it would yes. fire the five fire bullets? Oh, or were you a laser five. where you would pick laser and just have that laser beam going over? I was a spread was guy. A spread were you a laser guy. or spread? You've. Russell, you've played GoldenEye with me. I, there is nothing I'm worse at than shooting games unless it's sports I'm games. The same. So I'm not terrible at that I'm shit. I'm the same. I think it's it's right behind your your ability to perform at people's weddings, Aaron. I know, right? That's it. That's, it. That's the bottom of the barrel for me. And apparently well. sound not high on this podcast. <laughs> well, st- talking for five minutes about Contra is a good start to that. Rolling going, Matt. How's it going with you? Uh, good, good. Um, I've, I've gotten back, we've had a Peloton, Sarah, my wife got a Peloton last March and I've kind of gotten back into it and all the weather's turning and I've, <laughs> I've gotten, I'm not watching like the screen anymore. I'm just watching all the names on the side of it. So when you're biking, you know, and you're going up, you can see who else is in there and where they're at, what their score is and everything. Yeah. The so, leaderboard. I see a lot of people passing me when I'm doing my Peloton. <laughs> yeah. I get to check out the names that way. And so I, I, I was trying to find <laughs> I found a perfect one for you, Rob, of somebody else's name that should be your name. And so oh, no. throughout the week, oh, no. I found I found oh, a no. name for each of you. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's great. All, All right. right. And so first I'll go with uh, Russell. There was somebody that had uh, too much Taco Bell was their name. Wait, what? And I was going to change it maybe to KFC because you kept talking okay, about your right, love of KFC. Right. I was going to so say. So we'll change it to too, too much KFC maybe. 
All right, I and, was going to say, if we're just taking a shot at me being overweight, that would not no, be cool. No, but, but, no. But, but to change the KFC, I'm totally yeah. down with that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going no metal bucket on this end. Uh, Rosie, <laughs> uh, I saw somebody called Sex Laser. So I thought oh, of nice. you. You could be Sex Laser. Are you sure yeah, you didn't mean right. me? Are you sure you didn't want to call me Sex Laser? Well, yeah, at first man. it was going to be you, and then somebody came up, and I thought, oh, boy, this is a uh, – this, this is, is this, this is like is, the most demoralizing part of my week right now. Is Matt yeah. comparing me to a, like too not too much Taco yeah. Bell and Aaron's getting sex compared laser. to sex yeah, laser? Actually, I have to I have to stop recording this podcast right now and go inside and tell my wife my new name is Sex Laser and see how that goes. <laughs> it's definitely Rob, better than thick dick, right? There was somebody there was somebody in Oakland, California, I believe, uh, uh, a a twenty something that had the name Sweat, but is S W E T underscore <laughs> Capital T underscore uh, the T E E T S. So sweat T tit T. Oh, what? <laughs> My spirit animal. Sweat T tits. So we got too much KFC, sex laser, and sweaty teats. Wow. So. Well, thank you, Matt. Boy, wow. this holiday is starting off on a great path. We all feel great I- about ourselves. Right, I bet right. I bet Matt's name on Peloton is just like a bunch of blank underscores, like it's underscore underscore underscore, like twelve of them. So he doesn't want to have any sort of personality on the oh. thing. He's like, he's like, I do not want to divulge what my hey, what's life your Peloton or name? About this. It's beige Matt. <laughs> capital I, lowercase L, lowercase L, lowercase L, capital I, lowercase L, zero zero O, capital O zero O O zero O I I one one, capital I, lowercase L. That's my name. Have you ever tried to watch esports? That's what it's like watching esports, where all the players named are like Slayer Seven Seven Four. And so when you listen to the announcer, they don't say their real name. They go, "Uh oh, here comes Slayer Seven Seven Four. I'm like, I'm not watching something where people somebody's named Slayer Seven Seven Four. Sex Laser. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna get a tattoo that says Sex Laser. The yeah, fact man, that Aaron got got compared to Sex Laser, I no longer feel bad if Rob makes jokes about his feet feet fetish <laughs> over and over. You can have at My it, Rob. Personal. Yeah, it's Bichon. Sex laser. Aaron, rolling going. How's it going with you? That was oh, man, it's going really good. I'm I'm super excited to be here talking about holiday tunes with you guys. Uh, Russell, you asked about the greatest gifts we've received. I got my first early Christmas present from my lady tonight. It is some Birkenstock house shoes. I can't you even tell it? you. You opened it? Yeah, well, what happened is my other house shoes broke, and she was like, well, you what know. Are house shoes? Yeah, what are, wait, what are, what are house, house shoes? shoes? What are house shoes? I mean, I thought at first I thought you were sneezing. Oh shoot! Oh Oh, shoot! Yeah, I mean, I don't like to feel like crumbs and stuff under my feet. It kind of skeeves me out. Okay, wait, wait, now wind it back. You don't enjoy what under your feet? I don't like to feel like dirt or crumbs or anything. Like you know, if I spill in the kitchen, I don't like to feel that under my feet. So I wear fucking shoes in the house. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, nobody likes to feel crumbs and dirt under their feet. Aaron, you are not alone in the idea of not liking crumbs. Nobody's like, oh. What massage did you sign up for? Did you get the chocolate <laughs> massage or like the oil? Oh no, I got the one where they rub crumbs all over me. Gonna, my kids are going to eat a bunch of Cheerios in the back seat, and the massage therapist is going to take those and then rub those roughly into every part of my body. Nobody wants crumbs on the mirror. That is that is not a reason to have house shoes. I'm sure, there's somebody so out I was there. Wearing, I was wearing uh, some crumb flops for a long time, which were nice, but they broke and. Um, and my lady was like, don't buy new house shoes. Crumbling. Guess what? I got you some for Christmas, and they're beautiful. They're Birkenstock. They're lined on the inside. I just, I walked around. I felt like a king. I felt so good. 
So that's that was so good because I got uh-huh. I got Jenny the uh-huh. greatest gift. I got her an advent calendar that has different coffees in it, <clears throat> and she was like, "Oh, these are coffees. I wanted the espresso one." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I just got you a gift. I give up. I'm not getting her a gift this year. I swear to God, guys. Okay, not to put a damper on this holiday season. Okay, <laughs> I maybe say- this will help. I am not buying my wife a gift. She is too nasty to me when I buy a gift. So fuck her. I am not getting a gift. Thank you. Happy holidays. I have one other oh, thing Bernie from Rolling going that I'm super stoked about. We got takeout tonight from the Cookner Farmer. Shout out Cookner Farmer in downtown Oakland. I got the Big Sur Melt, which is a grilled cheese that has shrimp in it. Ooh, this thing is ooh. mind-blowing. And I somehow spilled half of it on the floor and then stepped and all in it. And I walked out it without your house shoes. <laughs> I conquered <laughs> My desire bet, to eat the whole thing. Don't you guys hate stepping grilled cheese and shrimp it. on the floor? Isn't that and the worst feeling? Don't you wish you had shoes? One it's third nice of it. What, like, you know what? When I talk like this and you guys just talk over it, it's like when Ghostface <laughs> just wraps over just a keep whole going, track. Aaron, like Ghostface <laughs> will just throw down a track. Like he'll just throw down a Freddie Jackson track and wrap over the whole thing without even taking it out. That's what I'm thinking about uh-huh. when I'm talking to you guys. Who talk <laughs> keep going. Russell? Keep going. You're I so saved high. one third of my grilled cheese to eat after our recording tonight. I'm so excited because usually I go inside and eat like a bunch of crackers or something because I'm just like on such a. And a then high where do the crumbs from those crackers go? <laughs> See, this is the problem. <laughs> You're eating crumbs only food. You're having you're having crispy sandwiches and crackers, bro. You got to get some non crumb food in your life. You, you, you hello, guys have, my man. Know, Say hello you, to Jello. Have you guys kind of heard the term gaslighting, where people they like do things just to kind of they kind of light your fire a little bit. They kind of keep doing something a little bit just to see how you're going to react. And the story goes like for gaslighting people, there was this guy and he would slowly changed the lighting in this person's house over and over and over and they thought they were going crazy and part of me wonders if Aaron's wife is like slowly <laughs> sweeping all the crumbs under where Aaron's going to step in the morning just to see like him freak out yeah oh so good why is this house so crummy it's just his side of the bed covered in crumbs oh have your kids done that I, my kid did that the other day she ate something in my bed and I was like what is going on why would I get into bed is there crumbs and of course my wife is like why are there crumbs in the bed? And I know what she's thinking. She thinks it's me. I'm like, I'm not eating in the bed. Please. I have standards. I'm not eating in this bed. Just, having kids is the worst. Okay, let me wait, 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 real quick. Having kids is one of the worst decisions I've ever made. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you. Crumbs in my bed. I need a Birkenstock bed sheet. I need like a rubber sheet, but instead for piss, it's for crumbs. Instead of for whips and chains, it's for crumbs. <laughs> Rob, roll it going. How's it going with you? I'll tell you what. Christmas in New York, okay? The holidays in New York. One of my favorite times to be in New York. I love it. I love all the lights. I love the dumb window displays. Everybody's in a good mood. Like, I wear my Christmas sweaters out, you know, like the one I have on now, the magic of podcasting, where it's a Santa holding weights and it has a bag that says gains. I love it. I can't get enough of it. The only problem is there are some things that are harder to do in New York uh, during the holidays. And one of them is um, getting a tree. Getting mm. a holiday tree on one hand is not easy. A couple of years ago, they were not selling any on the island I live on. And so I had to go into Manhattan, buy a tree, take the tree down into the subway system with me. Oh, Fish. I'd rather walk over crumbs every day of my life <laughs> you than do this. took a Christmas tree into the subway? Do they wrap it up? 
Yeah, no. Well, yeah, and uh, I don't know if they did. So was it like full out, or did they like? It was a little bit out. It was. It was. I was able to fit it through like the ticket thing, but I had to like scan my ticket and then take the tree through, (laughs) and then I had to wait for a train holding a tree, and then I had to get into a car holding the tree, and my kids were absolutely mortified, and then come up the escalator (laughs) with the tree. (laughs) I hope Rob put it in the stand before it had to like drag around the stand the whole time too. It wasn't just the tree; it was like the metal stand clanking down the subway steps. I did get a good picture of. You know how everybody like gets a picture with their tree like out in the woods, you know, like, oh, this is the tree we're going to cut down or whatever, unless yeah. you're Matt and you're like, I'm not going out to the woods. I don't want any family experiences. <laughs> but uh, I got a picture of me with a tree in the middle of Second Avenue, just standing like traffic is like honking at me, trying to get by it. I'm there with my tree. Uh, all right. So let's get into I, I guess I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the holidays. What what uh, what do you think? Do you guys have any fun holiday traditions for your family? When I got married to Sarah, um, well, started dating Sarah, her and her mom and stepdad um, would go every year, and they'd go on a Christmas light drive. And it was literally, you go and you get the worst fast food you could get, usually, uh, um, what's the hamburger? Drawn Hardee's. Racks. Little White Castle. Culver's. Lit- literally, oh, white you, you would go white get White Castle. You drive around, look that at... That shit will uh, make you go blind. Look at uh, blow-ups and stuff. <laughs> Russ is sponsored by Taco Bell now. He only wants yeah. Taco Bell. you got to get this back on track here, Matt. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, so it was just have a good time looking at all the decorations. And it was, I, at first I was like, what? I'm just going to drive around, but it's been great. You listen to Christmas music and see what everybody else is doing. And so that is, has turned it. we've brought our kids along now and stuff. It's turned into one of my favorite family traditions. We used to in uh, when we when since we've been living in the Bay Area, we used to go out in North Beach, uh, where Russell's been out as well. Uh, North Beach in San Francisco, we used to stop by the Fairmont Hotel, see their big Christmas tree up there, and then uh, get the hell out of there and go to a dive bar and get blind drunk, and then maybe have some pizza and um, catch a lift home. Uh, then since we had our son, we also brought him to the Fairmont once in a while. Uh, my newest how Christmas does he react to getting I, blind drunk and then getting in a lift? Well, not anymore. I mean, oh, we don't okay. get drunk anymore. You drive home now. You don't get a lift. So <laughs> Terrible. Aaron and his wife. Aaron and his wife sit in the backseat while his son sits in the front seat. Ducks the Uber driver. Yeah. Uh, hell, hey, how long you been doing yeah. this? You from here? Where, if I'm going to go out tomorrow night, where should I go? Aaron's like his son is quite the quite the chatty fellow. <laughs> Excuse Usually, me. I click uh, silent ride on my app. Don't talk to him. Thank you. <laughs> So the newer ones are now we we eat tamales and watch Love Actually, and my my latest one that I'm really trying to make a thing is every year this is the third year in a row now that we watch Bill Murray's Netflix Christmas special because I love it so much and I'll probably bring it up again several times as we talk about Christmas music. Russ, what about you? We have a my mom's side of the family every year we kind of do one of the dice game things where everyone brings a gift. We used to do kind of the white elephant gift where people would bring bring some old crappy thing from their house. And then finally, enough people just said, like, hey, I don't want someone's old law school books in a huge in a huge tub. Listen, I don't want anyone's law school books in Russ's family. We don't know who brought the law school books. That definitely wasn't a very specific reference that Russ is making to when he himself killed the white elephant thing. To be fair, this was my uncle's law school books. They weren't mine, but it it would easily be something I would do. I remember um, we used to do – someone brought this thing of Beano, like the stomach antacid, and that went on for years and years where people would keep repackaging it. So we have a couple family things where we do dice game gifts. We've kind of, in my one side of the family, moved on to where people bring actual kind of nice things within like a $20, $25 range. And I've kind of reached the point where – 
I just bring something I want and expect to take it back. So a few years ago, I brought this kind of like Game of Thrones card game. And I'm like, I probably only have a cousin or two that might take this, but I'm going to take that back and I'm not going to end up with the thing of coffee or the the wrench or the random work gloves that Matt would probably be better at when he's cleaning my gutters. So I try to bring something I'm going to want and not something I want to give anyone else. What do you guys think? How, how do, you do you ever take have the dice games? Uh, you have, you have to do like good, some. Yeah, that's just good, good yeah, policy. Yeah, we, we have a we have a steel rule where you roll the dice, you pick the gift, you open it, and then you get like three more minutes of rolling the dice. And when you roll doubles, you get to take a gift from someone else. And so I always just figure if I bring something that's not that exciting but that I want, oh, I yeah. can get it back. Perfect. Russ is there with like a pornographic magazine. <laughs> well, that was like three years ago. It didn't go over very well. That's why my family doesn't listen to the He's podcast like, either. <laughs> I'll say one more one more tradition that we uh, my Richfield family and you guys know a bunch of them. Brandon was on and Sarah in Atlanta. But we've uh, since we were about 14, 15, 16 years old, there's a huge group of us before we were all married that would watch uh, a Christmas vacation mm. every year. Thanksgiving night, we'd, we'd go to we'd have fun. We'd go to Champs the night before and then we'd come over and we'd go to somebody's house and watch Christmas vacation on Thanksgiving night. And that would always kick off the, the, uh, the season. And so watching that, that's a, another, is there a better Christmas movie than that? When Chevy chase loses his mind about getting the gift card for the jelly of the month club. And he's like, (laughs) when he just completely loses it, there's not a better scene in Christmas movie history than that scene right there. Gremlins. I love gremlins. (laughs) I think gremlins is fun. There's more people that actually die in that movie than you remember when you show it to your kids. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the, the only better scene I can remember is the one we talked about before where they eat off Macaulay Culkin's fingers <laughs> at the end of Home Alone in the in the director's cut. I always love that one. The guy gets a nail. I mean, speaking of house shoes, he could have used some house shoes when he put the nail through the foot. Right. That was always the one that got me. That was the one that was more painful to me than me, them slipping on the ice or like. You know, oh, that iron to the head. That yeah. Like, oh, oh no, I'd rather have an iron to a head than a nail in the foot. Oh no, thanks. Yeah, that this deleted scene where Joe Pesci suffered from CTE for like the yeah. next fifteen years of his life. They deleted that they, at the end of the movie when they're pulling the bad guys out in the ambulance and his kids come up and go, "Oh, Dad, you we know you're just stealing to feed us. You had <laughs> the mill shut down last year and you're just trying to make money. And this mean old kid took it away from you. We're so sorry. We're gonna we're gonna starve with you in jail." And he's like, "I'm sorry, kids." Uh, it's, it's my second favorite deleted scene behind the one where the dog shits on the plane right next to the mom when she realizes they left the, <laughs> Kevin on the at home. <laughs> Flying first class. My, one of my favorite things about the holidays are the cookies. My wife is making some of the greatest cookies of all time, but the problem is she made the best batch first, and then every other one she has, is she just says, is this as good? And I'm like, no, it's not. Like The first batch was perfect. You, you screwed all these up. What's your favorite holiday cookies, you guys? I, mine is the uh, sugar cookie with the peanut butter cup pushed down into it. I think it's the perfect cookie. A peanut butter cookie? Not, not, the, not the Hershey Kiss. No, that's for amateurs. Oh, I'm an amateur hour the guy then. I like the peanut butter blossom or whatever no, that's called. No, the Hershey Kiss in the middle is too hard. Like, you got to, like, you bite this cookie. It's nice and soft, and then you get to Hershey Kiss, and you're like, ah, ah. My, my favorite I don't holiday like cookie is if, uh, and my wife's family, they don't oh, like gosh. to eat the this is gonna fatty be like, this part gonna be like of a, the honey this gonna be like some And at the end of the story, it's going to be like fucking candy chips. canes. He's going to like candy yeah, they, canes they, at the no, end. No, it's going to be like gluten-free no, they, crackers. <laughs> no, oh, no, listen. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> my favorite sweet treat about the holidays is the when the, like, 
my, my wife's family, they don't really get into eating the fatty part of a honey-baked ham, so they'll, like, slice off all the fat and, like, leave it in the tray. What the And hell? then it kind of sits down at the, the bottom stuff. with all the honey. Yeah, right? And, like, all the honey glaze kind of drips down and mixes with the fat. And if you can, like, pick up a good handful of that and put it on a nice, what? like, sweet roll, like a bun, whoo, that's mm. good eating. That's my favorite sweet treat at Christmas. So you think the fatty part of it. Jesus Christ, my wife just brought the dog in. Dog's carpet. <laughs> Hey, stop coughing. <laughs> Doing a podcast. You gotta, get, you gotta get that Mike Shield back. Uh, so the Mike Shield, one of my good friends, and oh, doesn't even make sense. Uh, so Aaron, you think the sweet in your mind a sweet treat is the drippings off a honey ham that you put your hand in in the bottom and eat that gelatinous goo. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Have you? When's the last time, Aaron? Can I ask you a question? When's the last time you have bought and consumed a candy bar? When would you say that is? That's uh, wild that you can't think of it. That makes me question a lot of decisions <laughs> I've made in my life. I could your tell life you the or, hour. or today, your life or today. Yeah, I, I could I tell mean, you like how many. That would be the question for me. I live above I mean, a Dwayne like Reed, for God's sakes. Yeah, at least we've moved oh, away from Aaron talking wonderful. about his gelatinous goo. I, <laughs> it's my favorite sweet treat. Just tell me, I like it. So we're talking about cookies. Like, ham. you know what I like is when all the fat on the ham gets down there, and then it cools down and gets real slimy. I'm not helping myself. And I can spread it between right my toes. Sure. Put it in my house shoes, so every time I step around, <laughs> so mushy. So what were you talking about? Well, I can't top. I can't top the peanut butter cookies with chocolate kiss. That's the best cookie. But I do think that the sweet glaze on the honey ham and the fat. I, maybe we should move on. You're high. No, no, no. We can keep talking about your gelatinous goo. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. All right, so let's get into our music. This is a, I will have the list up and curated. I don't think it's going to be in the right order. but the, Rob, this was definitely called The Greatest Rock and Roll Christmas Holiday Songs by, as decided by Rolling Stone. Perfect. And we all, all right. remembered that. What do you think, what, what makes a good Christmas song for you guys? It's going to be loud. I don't like Christmas music. <laughs> I thought we could at least make this song four before someone asked Matt what does he think of this song. I mean, I'm shocked. You know, some of the, some of like the best artists. It's like, oh, I was watching a I was watching a the uh, a documentary today on on Clive Davis, and uh, you know he he's the one who who uh, he found Kenny G. Right? Nobody had ever had like just a musician. Oh, well, we got one album great two albums great oh well we're a little stale what do we do oh put out a christmas album you know like i feel like that's what always happens and you get one or two great ones right like mariah carey comes along but then who doesn't have a christmas album out there well, i can tell who you does? the big I mean, bopper doesn't i actually looked the a big lot bopper. for a big bopper christmas song it did not work <laughs> you know but i mean yeah i mean it's, so it's great it's I'm, look, I'm not a shocker that, that Matt didn't want to do this episode. Yeah. yeah, who who doesn't have a Christmas album? Well, Beck does it better. Has one. Yeah. So I mean, it, do I get excited to listen to Christmas music? Not all that much, but uh, obviously there's some great songs out there. I think personally, the best ones are the the old timey ones, 50s, 60s that have a little bit of a big band uh, swing to them. Um, I think it's more just from a. Uh, Nostalgic standpoint. All right. We've got Run DMC Christmas in Hollis. Oh, my God. Really? What do you mean? Really? Everybody's got a Christmas album. Well, that's how Run DMC felt, too, about this. And they said they initially said no. Such a great way to start our list. And they said every time we go into a grocery store, somebody yelling these lyrics at me all through the holiday season. Then they sold a million albums, made some money, so it's all good. Yeah, there aren't that many hip-hop Christmas songs, so I like this one's on there.
You know who else questioned this as a Christmas song? What? Is Bruce Willis in the movie Die Hard. Christmas the, movie. The beginning of the movie Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie, he gets into the cab. It is a Christmas movie. And what are they playing in the cab? Yeah. Check it out. Hey, yes. What does he ask here? Christmas music. Is Christmas music. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that Christmas, Christmas music? music? Hell yeah, it's Christmas music. I do love I do love this song. I think it's so good. Let me find it's great. I love the scr- the scratches on there are super clean. The sample's great. I think it's nice. When you talk about when you talk about the sample, did, did they sample something before? Where did he get this? Where did Run DMC get this from? So they actually got this from the 1968 track of Clarence Carter's called Backdoor. Okay, Aaron, don't laugh at this, Aaron. Is Clarence Carter the same guy who sang Strokin'? He did, and you if you it. thought that Strokin' was it. just a one-time thing where he thought of a sexual entendre and he wanted to use it in a song, you are incorrect because this is <laughs> one of the... There's a lot of horny Christmas songs on our list tonight. I'm not going to lie. There's some horniness going on with these with these holiday lists, and this is one of the most horny. No, no. Oh, oh. what, what? Can you imagine if anybody actually called you Backdoor Santa? I make all the little girls happy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> My favorite. Here comes an entendre. Very subtle. See if you pick it up. So real subtle oh, there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. More than once a year. I honestly so feel like Clarence so, Carter so nice is my that spirit that's what animal. They chose the sample. Yeah, I agree with you, Rob. He's your guy, stroking. But apparently, they, the they were really resistant to doing a Christmas album in the first place. And the big reason is that Curtis Blow had already released a song called "Christmas Rappin." Okay, now they did avoid the pun of the wrapping paper, which is what I would have called it. But uh, okay, pause for laughter is what it says here. And in 1979, they didn't want to look like copycats, so let me play a little bit of Curtis Blow. Christmas wrapping, uh, a parentheses paper if you want some notes on your title, but okay. <laughs> now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Nice. Yo, that's the same guitar like that Next uses for Closer. Uh, I wish I'd known this. That's what I was going to say, Aaron. You stepped right on what I was going to say. This Is it wrong of me that I like this rap where they just told a story and like the same voice the whole time over the same repeating beat? No, that's so nice. By the way, I just want to point out uh, Curtis Blow Christmas Rappin' Paper is an eight-minute long song. It's just love it. Eight-minute long Christmas rap. Next up, we've got Happy Xmas. I do. Are you guys Xmas people or Christmas people? What do, what do you do? Do you write Xmas sometimes? I make it a point to not write Xmas. I think it's a shame. Okay, mm. I honestly do. I do, I, th- I write crowd Christmas. Okay, you guys do not have strong opinions. So again, the podcast happens like this. It works like this. I say things, whether or not you guys actually have a strong opinion. You say something back. So you don't like efficiency. And then we. Whether or not right. I, have <laughs> Ooh, I love I love the word efficiency on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just afraid to say anything because you're going to just start talking anyway. So no. no okay, okay. Oh wow! Wow. Jeez. Okay. So this this might be our last hey, podcast except for the one we released. Sexual laser this. fired. <laughs> Oh, we decided to go off script and do a Christmas episode. Well, so. oh, here we go. Here to, we go. That's here usually when go. everybody starts jumping the shark. <laughs> so, so, Matt, in your mind, this is our equivalent of Run DMC doing Christmas in Hollis. Is this yes. episode? I know everybody wants to hear a Christmas song. Yeah, we're, by we're Run cashing DMC. in. Yeah, we're cashing in. And Wait, guys, did we play right. John Lennon yet? Who hasn't? Okay, every 
Fuck off, everybody. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what, guys? Fuck off. I'm doing the best I can. Happy holidays. Guys, imagine combining, oh, something fun like holiday songs. Listen, like Matt said, everybody's excited for it. And the Vietnam War. Here we go. Oh. John Lennon gets it. Now, listen, I know that it's kind of falling out of fashion to make fun of Yoko. But this, I mean, this song, I this is the one I skipped over and over. Man, I, I couldn't, I, I have to disagree. This is the one that I, I dread what? hearing this one every year. I dread the first time I hear this one. Because, so this Christmas, and what have you done? And every year I wait to hear this, and the first time I think, what have I done? Have I accomplished anything since last Christmas? I've I swept it. my floors, so there's, I've swept my floors, so there's no crumbs on it. Yeah, you started a <laughs> podcast, an award-winning podcast. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what true. you've done. That's what you've done. I feel better now. I'm going to tell John. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no. Let's not do that during the holiday. Hey, we're having fun here. We're not talking about somebody getting shot. All yeah, right. And, and speaking of the next song, this is going to be part. produced by Phil Spector. Happy uh, holidays, everyone. This is the greatest Christmas song of all time. There's no question. What a voice. So this is oh, Darlene Love. And one of the coolest things I saw is that David Letterman is kind of like Matt. David Letterman was not a big Christmas song person, but he loved this song by Darlene Love. And That's so he broken. would have he would have her perform this on his show every year. She performed this song on David Letterman's show 28 times. That is and awesome. Every one of them, every one of them just knocks. They're all so good. Knocks, yes. That album that uh Darlene Love was on was uh, was the uh, first of all the name of the album was A Christmas Gift to You from Spil- Phil Spector. What mm. a terrible album title! Like just you just make an album, you're like, man, it's my Christmas gift to you. Oh, really? Because I bought it. Like I'm pretty sure I bought it. It's not a gift. I bought it actually. Okay, I don't buy not my gift. gifts from you, Phil. Thank you very much. Actually, you know what? Actually, Phil, I'm paying you for this. So really, this is your gift, Christmas gift from me. Is this money that I'm paying? All right, so we have so Aaron. Say why? Why is this next song connected? I think they're connected because when uh, Bruce Springsteen was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he brought Darlene Love up on stage to to perform with him. Or uh, it might even be the other way around. No, I think that's it. Um, he had Darlene Love on stage with him, and I think you can hear in the drums, particularly on the song, the the influence of that wall of sound. And obviously, Darlene was somebody that uh, Bruce looked up to. Can you explain to me why people are obsessed with Bruce Springsteen? His nickname's the Boss. He's an American. He's an American. I think it's the charisma, right? I mean, he just like he's got yeah. he's just got the thing that people want to be around him. A rock and roller who tells a good story about growing up in America. I got to admit, the song I do not care for the song, but his banter is really like like when he was talking to Clarence, like, "Oh, were you good this year?" I was like, "I was like, oh, you're kind of fun, Bruce. Like, you're a fun guy." Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, it, it, you know, he's a live show guy too, so he puts on three hour shows and. It's one of those guys, you feel like he puts it all on the stage. I've never seen it, but this is what everybody tells me. He puts it all on the stage and leaves it there, so you feel like you're getting, you know, like a show every time you go to his live, his live concert. You were talking about, you were talking about the, you were talking about the banner though. You guys know there's a lot of parodies of this song, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and one of the funniest ones I've heard of is this song by. Bob Rivers, Santa Claus is fooling around. You guys got to check this out. Hi, Santa. I've been waiting all year for you to come down. 
Okay, horny to <laughs> Santa. I don't like this. Salt cold after midnight mass. The wind's whipping through the church parking lot. Oh, he's got his Bruce <laughs> voice hey, down. Your girlfriend's been acting funny lately. Oh. <laughs> hey, big man. Has your old lady been walking around really funny like... Like she's been with a really big man. Oh, oh my man, god! This song is literally about you having sex been with Sam. Finding Christmas cookie crumbs in your bed and oh, they're in your bed. Oh man! Have you gotten in any Bruce's albums yet, Rob? Yeah, I did the, the one. That I did. I did enjoy. It. I, I have to say, I do enjoy his stuff. They're all. They're all phenomenal. I think that's the idea. Of making a song about having sex with Santa is so good that I wish I would have done it myself. I just, I mean, what rhymes? Well, I wonder with if Aaron wrote it. Did you hear the thing about the crumbs in the bed at the end there? Yeah, I got the crumbs in the bed. I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> all the way. That rhymes with sleigh, guys. The song writes itself. It's no problem. I think this marks probably where the Beach Boys just said fuck it. I think I agree with Matt on this one. The Beach Boys were like, guys, listen, we're broke. What are we going to do? We got to make a Christmas song. I will say I did. Christmas say- album. I did this, sing this song every year in the boy choir I was in for seven years. So I know you guys like the, like bass the song part or you like don't crazy. like it? I like it. I like it. Ugh, I hate it. I sang this every year for seven years. I mean, it's Prove not, it. it's not Kokomo, but it's pretty good. Is that what I would say? Did Brian hey, Wilson write that? It. Do you think? Like, was that his? Like, are we talking about him with pet sounds? And then he's like, "By the way, I also did uh, Little Saint Nick." And everybody's like, "Oh, okay. Well, you don't have to say <laughs> that." I bet it is his holiday, his his Yankee Swap game or whatever his family event where they're rolling the dice. I bet he's like playing this on the piano in the background. <laughs> they're like, we hate that song. It sucks. Uh, I, honestly, if you're gonna look, at, remember if you go back to Pet Sounds, there this would probably be my favorite. Second favorite Beach Boys song we've heard from them so far. <laughs> That's a wild statement. That statement is so dumb. This is a song that takes Santa's sleigh. It was written by Brian Wilson, nineteen sixty. Exactly. Well, he genius. Wrote it. Yeah, and yep. then he started Cash taking tons of drugs directly Cash after writing this checks. song. He was like, "Nothing is real anymore." Sixty-four. So that was before Pet Sounds. So yeah, this was, was, they were like, yep. we're, "They were like, we're never going to make it. We got to make a Christmas album. We got to pay the bills." I was well, totally right. Back, that's back in the time when the you know the A and R guys were like. Dictating everything you do, but that's so. that song is He's all like, about the slave being like a car. Time. So the beach, Matt, 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 you said and our guys. I got to admit, maybe this is just I'm a moron and I don't really know enough about music. But when you watch music documentaries, they always talk about a and R guys. What what is that? What does that mean? Um, artists and repertoire, I believe. Oh. Looking it up real quick, I just saw it in this Clive Davis thing. But so you're handling the artist and then their repertoire of, of music of what they do. So. A lot of times it's finding people who are writing songs, mm-hmm. you know, it's like in a lot of these hit artists, they don't write their own songs, right? They have songs that people bring, come and say, Hey, this is a perfect song for Whitney Houston, or mm-hmm. this is a great one for earth, wind and fire. And so those people come in and say, no, we got to tune up the guitar a little bit here. So it's kind of like the overall encompassing, um, managing of where the, where the artist is going to kind of fit into the grand scheme of things. I think it's That's interesting that when we started talking about A&R guys, Aaron took off, he showed us a t-shirt he's wearing where it says, AR does not stand for assault rifle. It stands for Armalite. <laughs> so I, 
<laughs> why you have that as a shirt, Aaron? I don't know why you're wearing it during the holidays, but I'm over here trying we to get be quiet because I don't want to start rapping the the Wu Tang lyrics that comes into my mind, which is first of all, who's your A&R? A mountain climber yeah. who plays an electric guitar. You guys don't want to hear me do that, so I'm trying to be quiet. And then Rob's got to come at me like that. I had a sign up that says you've gone one episode without mentioning Wu Tang, so I'm going to have to reset that sign to zero. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now listen, was Chuck Berry arrested for setting up toilet cameras? Yes, but it is the holidays. We are not going to talk about that. Okay? Did I have a Yule Log joke all written down? Yes, I am not going to use it, so thank you. I'm doing the errand that we're Thank you. All right. Run, Run, Rudolph. I like this one. I thought this was fun. I mean, obviously, Chuck Berry knows how to have a good time, but, like, this is kind of fun. He's... Like, well, we talked about this. This is famous for the Home Alone scene. This is them yeah. running through the, air, the airport, right? Yep. Yes. But listen to this. Freeway. Is it Santa on the freeway? It gets a laugh out of me every time. Now, when he says Saber Jet, I did have to look up the lyrics. I was like, what the hell is he talking about there? This might be, that might be one of my favorite songs. I'm not saying it's the most festive song, but if you just say like, hey, fun song, I'm, I'm enjoying listening to it. It might be one of my top on the list. Hey, listen. Chuck Before like 1964, they're all great. Chuck Berry. Chuck mm. Berry has a great voice. I love the guitar. I love the mix of that song. I think it sounds really good. We are getting into, on the list, we are getting into a fun little subgenre, I think, which is the uh, holiday songs for Jewish people. Adam Sandler, Annika song. Oh, this is just classic. This is so good. Is Adam Sandler funny? Oh, yes. absolutely. He's hilarious. Is he really? He's he's fantastic. I mean, he's got he made you know what? me laugh my ass off so many times, but I don't know if he's actually funny like I Instead of one day of presents. I don't Crazy. You know, I got to say we, Russ you loves know, it. He's eating this shit up. He I love it. it. I love it. And we you know, Aaron's given us the lesson on Ubu and whatever the other one is like, uh, you know, <laughs> job, the way people use their voices. What's well, the it. lesson, Aaron? Oops. Ugly but useful is Ubu and oops, oops. is only one, one perfect, perfect sound. sound. Yeah, there's only yeah. a perfect so, sound. But like, but like Adam Sandler has a way about using his voice that is fun and different. It's unique to Adam Sandler. Like he That's has like, like a certain tone that he goes into with the songs that is unique to him. And it's. It's just Adam Sandler. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I don't That's know, true. man. Because when you listen to the different versions he did of the Hanukkah song, right? So that was version one. And you can tell he worked with some old-ass comedy writers on this because he's talking about, like, Dinah Shore and, like, all these old people who are Jewish. And it's like, yeah. who is writing this for you? Have you heard the third version, though? The third version, I think, has one of the funniest lines. He's done, like, four of these. But the third version, I See, think, has one of the funniest lines we've ever that's heard. That's what I'm talking about. Is Isn't that, that classic Adam Sandler where he's like, okay, I got a funny idea. I'm going to do it four times, and it's going to be almost exactly the same. <laughs> well, that's true. It's over yeah. and over and over. And I'm there for it. We don't it. know anybody else who would hey, do something like that. We're going to do it, we're, we're gonna do it 500 or 501 times as long as we don't do any more holiday episodes. <laughs> Rob, I think one of the coolest lyrics that Sandler's ever done on any of these Hanukkah songs is on the third song. You should pull it up right now. Houdini and David Blaine escaped straight jackets with such precision. But the one thing they could not get out of, their painful circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Check this out. Check this out. Full-time Oscar winner. Jennifer Conley's half Jewish too. And I'd like to put some more in her. <laughs> 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 
I'm telling you. <laughs> you're je- I think you're just jealous, Rob. I, I don't know. I just, it seems his, like. His comedy is right in line with yours. It's hilarious. I know. And listen. The, the stuff you do is hilarious. The stuff he does, hilarious. I think it's, it's right funny, but I just, yours. he's yeah. like, listen, I got this great song. I just am going to write new lyrics and sing it four fucking times and put it out every time. It's wild to me. That's every one of these albums that we're that we're they're talking so, about here. Like, hey, so oh, good. I can make some money. Let's put out another album. You know, let's put out a. I do have album, strong so. opinions on which karaoke tracks are the best to sing on. Like, I have a certain brand of karaoke tracks I like to use for my intro. So I guess I'm just as yeah. Johnny Cash, Gypsies, oh. Tramps, and Thieves. I know your stuff. No, I'm talking about the beginning of the podcast, Aaron. When I do the karaoke, <laughs> I'm just saying I knew you. Never knew mind. Aaron's just down there saying Rob. words. He's just down there like saying bands. <laughs> Rob's gonna send Aaron for his holiday gift a just box of crumbs the 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 crushed Lucky Charms like the whatever oh. that gross stuff is in the Lucky Charms Imagine. box. He's gonna mash that down and send it. That's to why Aaron. I don't get why Aaron likes to take that stuff and sprinkle it into his bed and get it and run it rub around in it. Like it's so gross. He's like, maybe that's why my dating life has gone so bad. Sick. All right, we've got the Ronettes, Frosty the Snowman. Listen to this East Coast accent this on this so singer. Nice. I mean, is that the most, like, Long Island? This is Ronnie, right? Is this Ronnie Spector yeah. singing lead? So good. She's an all-timer, man. You can hear this voice being like, Frosty, come in and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> Cream of sugar. By the way, Rob, your, uh, your wife, I listened to the wife episode, and she's, she's getting a little New York accent. She's starting to convert a little bit. She's, she was full New York the moment she stepped foot in New York. When a car pulled in front of her and she kicked it in the crosswalk, that's when I knew that she was full New York. (laughs) Meanwhile, I still make eye contact with everyone and say, oh, how are you doing when I walk into a store? Hey, how you doing? Oh, hey. Yeah. You still say, oh, yeah, oh, when you walk by, oh, look out, oh, excuse me, oh, yeah. No, I was in my school and somebody came up and goes, are you from Minnesota? And I was like, oh, my God, did I give it away that easy? (laughs) My question about that uh, Frosty the Snowman, first of all, it would be absolutely terrifying if an actual Frosty the Snowman came alive, okay? That would be very, very scary. But second of all, a button nose, has anyone in the history of snowman building used a button for a nose? Pathetic. (laughs) And I like every other decision that uh, Phil Spector's ever made, but those lyrics in that song, hate it. Very, very bad. I don't think. What do you What do you song. normally use for a nose for a yeah, snowman? You gotta go carrot. carrot. You gotta go carrot. dumb and dumber. Carrot and coal, baby. Yeah, yeah. Full on carrot. Are you surprised Wait, by did that? Dumb answer? and dumber invent the carrot for the snowman. No, no that was like the cartoon had the carrot. I, but I can tell you, nobody had a button nose. What do you use for a nose, Russell? Yeah, but this song wouldn't sound good if it was with a corn cob pipe and a carrot nose. Boom, that doesn't it. sound Just good. Same number of syllables. Yeah, I think it sounds good. Yeah, and I'm a parody expert. I should have done the intro and just changed that one lyric and nothing else changes the same voice. And then when she's singing, I just go carrots and I've murdered. No people put me on that fucking list. Okay, that's not easy. Is that though. okay or not? I, I think, is there is there a yes now there or just you? I mean, Matt's just staring at me. We need to move on. All right, so uh, this is another fun song that makes me happy for Christmas music. And then you hear this, and you're like, I don't "Oh, this is this. Is, this is this song racist? I can't tell. Like, what's going Ooh. on here?" Uh, Russell, what do you think? Is this song racist? We're going to defer to Russell on this. Russell, feel free to speak on that. Interesting thing. So my understanding is this was kind of a a charity song. It was raising money for charity. Yep. I think it raised more than $14 million. But the really interesting thing was this was the best-selling single of all time in the UK 
before Candle in the Wind was redone for Princess, Princess oh, Die. Wow. This was the biggest selling single ever in the UK. They love music about depressing stuff. They just can't get enough of it. They're like, give me that music. Oh, is there a famine going on in Ethiopia? Yeah, sing a song about it. I'm going to eat it up. Oh, did somebody die in a horrible car crash caused by our own obsession with the Royals? Oh, I'm going to buy that song too. Sick. I mean, they gave us the Smiths. Like, it's not. (laughs) I could be wrong on this, but do you know who the people who were that, that sang that song that were part of that group? I only know Boy George and Bono and George Michael. Who else we got? The other person we have is someone named Simon LeBron, and I didn't know LeBron was ever in a in a band. Oh I didn't God. know he was ever in a band. Like I thought he always played basketball. He can do it all. He truly is he the can goat. Do it all. Yes. Um, I, I think wasn't uh, uh, Phil Collins in that, and also Paul McCartney. I know they did multiple albums, so it's tough to look up who was in Band Aid. But I think I think Paul McCartney T is in is in it. Okay, fuck off about my spelling. <laughs> I think this might be. God only knows. Hot for teacher. This song is coming in hot at number three for me. Wonderful Christmas time. I love this song. Hey, it's me, Paul McCartney. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Definitely not a cash grab, huh? But he's so talented. It's so good. Whoa, I read that they he used some like amazing synthesizer. I know Aaron he knows all the names of the Moog or whatever the synthesizers are, but McCartney was using some th- synthesizer at the time that was only available to him for that song. <laughs> no, Russell, you beat me to it. I do not know the name of the synthesizer, and I was going to say the same thing. And I say this all the time, but the synthesizers at that time were not just push a button and you get the sound you want. There were you had to turn the dials, you had to tune them in how you wanted. You had to Wait, you had to turn a dial? So all of those. Wait, did you sounds. have to flip switches? You oh my god, switches. it's not just pushing a button, it's also turning dials. a dial. Holy shit. Musical geniuses. <laughs> Paul McCartney musical genius. He had to turn had the to dial. Do a lot of work just to get that perfect sound that, that he made. So hey, yeah, mate. Russell, you beat me to it. Hey, laddie, help me help with the synthesizer. I've pushed all the buttons and I can't figure it out. <laughs> uh, try turning the dials. Hey, thank you so much. I couldn't figure it out. As someone who has a musical background, Aaron, is there a chance you could give Rob and Paul McCartney the same synthesizer and Rob could make a better song? Yes, it's possible. Yes. Uh, yeah. Nailed it. What, but I won't do that. Challenge accepted. Instead, I will be downloading karaoke tracks off the internet and singing it in five minutes. That is the extent of my artistry. <laughs> Next up, we've got Jingle Bell Rock. Wait a minute. Guys, this is, what is, this is just a little teaser. I broke into mom's, to Russell's mom's basement. Oh boy! What you are listening to right now is actually the Bad Boys with their Christmas, no. and this, no. is, this is literally Russell. Hold on, we got to stop talking. Okay. Is wiggling. So I got to talk about this, Russell. And that's it. I'm not going to play anymore. Okay, you sick freaks. You want me to play that whole thing? (laughs) First of all, I got to talk to you about this. Number one, Russell, you did tell us this was a rap group that you were part of. Well, didn't you hear the song was called Jingle Bell Rap? (laughs) I mean, we might not have been rapping on all of them, but that was Jingle Bell Rap. That was, that is, you are taking great license to call that Jingle Bell Rap. (laughs) And I want to know, how did you get into my mom's house to steal the vinyl version of the bad boys? (laughs) She has one of those video doorbells. And when I rang it, I held up that picture of Herbie Mann on Push Push. And she was like, oh, come right in. 
So hey, I tricked her. I was able to get in. No problem. <laughs> um, but that is, and I also want to say, do you guys remember when Russell was initially talking about, we're going to talk more about bad boys when we talk about Kendrick Lamar. Do you guys remember when Russell said he did the Bad Boys concert? What, what was the length that he claimed the concert was? <laughs> Two or three hours. Two or three hours. Two hours? He, he told us yeah. it was 45 minutes. I have the full video of the concert. <laughs> it is five minutes and 20 seconds long. <laughs> In Russell's memory, this five-minute event has expanded to, you know, 10 times the length that it actually was. Like, well, when had an intermission. Oh, yeah. Had when, you're ten, He's like, when you're 10 years old, five minutes now is probably the equivalent of 45 minutes. Now there's like a, a math. Oh, thing it's, there. it's, it was yeah, wild. You think of it as a percentage of your lifetime up to that point. Yeah. Let's go to, and you might think, Oh, is this that hit song jingle bell rap that I definitely heard all of last time? And I'm not going to have to parse that out with the editing tools. Uh, jingle bell rock. Who sang this song? Bobby Helms. Oof. The guitar is so nice on here. Jingle bell. Oh, why are there more too. songs with jingle bells in it? Like, why is that just a holiday thing? Listen to that in the background. I think it's because people like John Lennon got sick of, sick of songs about jingle bells, and they wanted to sing about more important I'm things. Sure jingle why. bells was supposed to be a Thanksgiving song. Wasn't supposed to be. A, yeah, but no, I'm actually talking song. about the bells. I think those bells should be in every song ever. I love that noise of the bells in the background. I think it's so great. We had a when I was in that boy choir, we would sing holiday music, and they had one set of jingle bells that somebody in the back would hold secretly. And then when we played jing- when we sang Jingle Bells, the guy would take it out and shake it, right? And he'd shake it, shake it, shake that, it. Is that the guy that can't? can't Rob, sing that motion was disgusting. It, you cannot yeah, make that know, motion like, on your words. That's how you calls. play the Jingle Rob, Bells: is like, you hold them like this <laughs> vertically and you shake them up and down, up and down <laughs> oh, no. to You're time. Super this thin is, this ice, is Rob. Talking about Jingle Bells and boy choirs, we got to move on. And then, yes. but the problem was is that the guy that she picked. Don't give me the wrap it up signal. I'm in the middle of my story. The guy that she picked was the worst at keeping time of all time. He was terrible. So we'd be singing, you know, jingle bells, jingle bells, and he'd come in like chicka 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 chicka, like way faster than he Rob, was supposed that to. Was, was terrible. Rob, Rob, that that you got to put that that hand motion down <laughs> again. That cannot be the in the Zoom call is again. Audio. They're not going to know what you were referencing. Very natural. To. Oh, they're going to know. They're going to know. Do you like how my face, too, is, looks like I'm scared? All right. So <laughs> the night Santa went crazy. It's kind of a bummer that we are talking about uh, Weird Al for the first time with a song that is basically all about gun violence. Certainly not one of his best songs, in my opinion. Merry Christmas to all. Now you're all going to die. But you can't really take him seriously when he's singing about, like, oh, Santa walked in and shot up this whole place. I yeah, think it doesn't really it doesn't really hold up. I remember listening to this song as a kid and enjoyed it. It it does not hold up. But you guys know what this is a cover of. Do you know what the cover is or not? No. No. The cover is Soul Asylum, Black Gold. Black, Black Gold in it. Yeah, you're right. Which is a much better song. Oh my god. Who would listen to this and be like, I should do a Christmas song about Santa Claus chopping up all of his reindeer? This is a great idea. We're, Probably why he didn't make the top 500 list, I would guess. That was the third single on his Bad Hair album, though. They released that as a single. It's insane. I don't want to take the whole podcast off the rails, but I, I find Weird Al problematic in general. Why do you I find Weird Al problematic? I think he trivializes things like what he just did, and I think he's a gateway to other kinds of thinking that are, are not great for young white men. Go ahead and edit that out. Go ahead and edit it out. No, I think as a kid who grew up fat, it was really fun to have Weird Al singing a song that was basically just about me the whole time. 
Thank you, Weird yeah, Al. I, I appreciate I, it. I'm, I think he's kind of hateful in a way. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm off Weird Al. I'm telling you, though, Frank's 2,000-inch TV. Ain't nothing wrong with that song. No, he doesn't hate anybody. Then. He just loves a big TV. All right, we've one. got <laughs> Christmas time for the Jews. And this, again, is... Love. All the darling love we can have. And so this was a... Uh, there is a whole oral history of this song yeah. on the website Up Rocks. You guys should check it out. It's very interesting. There were one too many X's for me to Google this to go to it on my work computer. So you got to use a different computer, but Uproxx has a whole oral history on the song. Christmas Waltz. So this is by he, what is it? He and she? She like and that. him. She and, okay. So geez, oh, that's right. So let's get into this a little bit. Aaron is a huge New Girl fan and therefore a huge. It's uh, true. Is it Zowie? How do you say the name? Zoe. 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 Zoe Deschanel. So of course, Aaron loves the Christmas Waltz. I do. I've listened to this so many times. We have listened to this in, our, in my house so many times. My lady and this, I love it. This is Zoe and somebody named M. Ward. What a freak. What a freak name. Uh, For those of those who don't know who she is, she's also an elf. Yeah, she's... Yeah. And apparently he heard her singing in Elf. And then when they worked on something together, he was like, hey, we should start this band. Yeah. Which is always a move if you're working with somebody attractive. Be like, man, you're a great singer. We should start a band. I've done that it at is, least six is, times. It has not worked for me when I've tried to get women to join our podcast. Um, just for the record, it's like 0 for 17. It Probably 0 for 18 if I send this message I'm planning on tonight. We do have we do, oh no. we do have a number of special guests every week that get cut out. It is just Russ, like, sitting next to a girl, like, hey, everybody, this is Rebecca. We're on a first date. I'm like, hey, baby, do you know who this is, Rebecca? We've got that false a false ending down pretty good. Okay, guys. Well, time to wrap it up. That was fun, guys. We'll, we'll see you. Uh, the Christmas Waltz was originally a song that was written for Frank Sinatra. And here's Frank singing it. And they realized that there is no waltz songs that were Christmas songs. Well, Christmas needs a waltz. Kind of like St. Olaf, you know. Yeah. What is what kind yes. of fight song's not out there? There's not a waltz fight song. Yeah, yeah it's just us. Mm. Man, he can sing, can he? Woof. Yeah. Guys, I got news for you. Frank Sinatra, pretty good singer, okay? That's a hot take not from too Rob. Bad. Another hot take. Nugget all from right. this podcast. This song, does this song have, we've got uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. Does this have the most recognizable opener of any song ever? Yes. I no, it's hard to argue. This isn't Spice Girls. <laughs> this this is by far puts you in the holidays. This is by f- there was this a scientific is- study. Sorry, <laughs> I don't have time to talk about the Spice Girls right now. I just don't. <laughs> We're trying to get through this episode, please. Now, is this also the video that turns you on the most of any Christmas video growing up? Where she was in that Santa there's outfit. A, there's a video for this song. Oh my God, guys! Aaron's wife must be like in a house over. He can't even talk about <laughs> it's so, it. So yeah, Aaron, blink twice if you did think this video I've was sexy. I've never seen it, guys. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never no, seen have, this before. I've not seen this video. You. I mean, this song—it's so good, and the video. She is so attractive. Oh my God, it's like young Mariah Carey, super hot, this, and she's singing about the holidays. Oh, it's everything I love. Perviness. This is and by presence. far 
This by far is the greatest Christmas song ever. This is by, by far, far the greatest. Yeah. Holiday. It's, it's not even one. close. It's this one. is an A plus in the world of everything else. It's just, it's a bell curve, and this is number and one. I'm going to tell you, it's it was a top also, 10 song of all time. Yes. That's a hot take. That is a hot take, hot Aaron. Take. I don't think we can let you go hot by take. without saying what a hot take that is. Why do you I think mean, it's a top 10 song of all time? Because if you could pick 10 songs to listen to for the rest of your life, this would have to be on it. Every time it comes you're, on, you're just like, yes, play it again. That's it. Uh, I think mm-hmm. this song yep. sucks. Oh, Aaron, oh. why would you say that? That's terrible. <laughs> I have one more before we move on. Before we move on, I think our listeners, need, you guys need to check this out. We don't have to play it right now, but there's a version of this. You guys ever watch Carpool Karaoke with James Corden where he's got yeah. this singer on. They come in, they sing their own songs. They do a version where he's singing this song with Mariah Carey, but he's had all these other singers sing part of it. So you've got Adele, Elton John, Selena Gomez, Lady Gaga, Demi Lovato. And it's so good. Every one of our listeners has to go check this out on YouTube. I have strong feelings about Carpool Karaoke. My strongest Let's feeling about it was when the guy from Coldplay came on and I didn't know who he was and I had to Google, hey, who's on? who is that guy? <laughs> you did? I don't know who that is. Why, why would I know him? Oh, we're we're one of the, like, the best bands in the 2000s. Yeah, the fact that you have a music podcast might also. Yeah. Kind of sounds like uh, my wife and her friends singing karaoke after about 15 years. <laughs> when I think of Carpool Karaoke, I think of videos that I see on Facebook that I know I'm never going to click in a million years. There is no way really? I will ever click on a Carpool Karaoke video. I just won't. Why? Oh, people Red Hot so Chili good. Pepper ones is great because they get out oh in the middle of some guy's lawn and they start wrestling. Like, <laughs> I believe they were wrestling so like awesome. naked. Yeah. Too. Like at one great. point they're like sitting in the car with no clothes on. Anthony Kiedis takes his shirt off because he always has his shirt off and then he starts wrestling the guy naked. I was wondering who was posting all those videos on Facebook, and now I realize it's it's (laughs) Russ and Matt. It's the one thing Russ posts. (laughs) All right, man. Let's do it. Let's just do it. So listen. Apparently, I'm the only one who thinks that Mariah Carey's song is horny. Okay? But I do think it is a horny song, but I'm mostly thinking of the video. Mm. And I thought it was the horniest song, Christmas song of all time until I heard this. Kanye West, Christmas in Harlem. My presence, she said, she got a gift for me that ain't for the kids to see. Well, I like the way you think, mommy. Now pour some more eggnog in your drink, mommy. You've been a bad girl. <laughs> That's McDonald's. She said three kisses, gave her the hot chocolate. She said it's delicious. <laughs> delicious. Now, I don't want to give away what we think about Kanye next week. But this is my new favorite holiday song. I love it. It's so good. He is so it's really nice. funny. Like it's just it's it's pleasant. He's like it, it's just is so clever. I love it. It also has a verse from Sahai the Prince, and I know this is basic, but I think I think Sahai the Prince might be one of my five favorite rappers. I just love anytime I hear his voice, I'm I'm in. So I I'm in on this song. And just, I killed the podcast. Let, I just, just <laughs> Just let it rest. Ra- Ross, ra- tell me just- who he was just talking about. Say the name. <laughs> Say hi. Let, let it prince. Let it prince. Say hi. Yeah, I thought he Say said. Say hi, the prince. I thought he did say risk too. I wasn't sure what he said. If I had a soundboard, this is definitely where I would play. That's a left field take by Aaron. <laughs> You know what I'm gonna get you for the holidays, Russell? Guess what? Here's yes. a soundboard. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> that was oh, thank you. You're so festive, Rob. <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> the jingle bells definitely make it better. Just make it better. We might have to play that for the whole hour and a half. All right. Uh, so that is it for the list. So I want to get to our probably our most favorite system. System. Yeah, it is a system. Guess what? I didn't misspeak there. Okay, it's both a system and segment, and I didn't screw those two words up. We've got the ratings time. God dang it, I don't even have a name for it. I hate this. I hate this podcast. So I got a question, though. We're, what are we rating? Oh, excuse me. I have come up with a holiday list, okay, Mr. Grinch? Here we go. Oh, contraire, mo frere. <laughs> All right, so that was worth it. Uh, we have, okay, and I definitely have memorized this. Does this list, what do you think about this list overall? Does it deck the halls? That means you like it. You like it. Does it suck jingle balls? Okay, and I'm sorry. I did promise I wasn't going to make that joke, and I waited until the very end. So I'm pretty happy. So does it deck the halls? Does it suck jingle balls? Or is this peace These- and love for all? Okay. These all sound very offensive. I don't, don't know which one to pick right so now. So what do you think, yeah, Russell? Does the- this list deck the halls? That means that it's uh, just fine. Suck jingle balls? That means it's very bad. Or peace and love for all? That means you loved it. You couldn't get enough of it. What do you think? I don't think I'm smart enough to go first, but I'm going to try. I think this decks the halls. The only time I would say this sucks jingle balls, I love the list. The one thing that it didn't include and why I'm going to say it sucks jingle balls is my, my – wait – that means it sucks, right? Yeah. Suck jingle balls. It's my own joke, and it's making me laugh just hysterically. I can't get it up. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to le- – I, I don't know what's going on. The reason this the- – oh, wait. What do you want me to say? It sucks jingle balls? <laughs> yes, just go ahead. Yes. What right. sucks jingle balls about this su- list? I don't want you to say anything. I want you to tell me what you think of the list. I, I actually really love the list. The only reason it sucks jingle balls for me is it didn't include my, my Rolling Bones song. The song that got rolling – yeah, you've said it seven. No, you've said it seven times. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Rob laughs. Rob is la- It's it's awesome. Rob is laughing every time you say "suck jingle balls." No. it's pretty. See, it gets them going every time. Okay, so the reason this sucks jingle balls <laughs> is that they didn't include the song by the Vince Guerlotti Trio, the Linus and Lucy song from Peanuts. If you don't have a Peanuts song on the the holiday list, you've you've screwed the pooch. I agree with Russell. This needs to be on the list. Now, when it comes to Agreed. the Peanuts shows, would you say this is the biggest Peanuts? The what shows? The what shows? Yeah, would you say this is the biggest Peanuts? Like the... <laughs> I, I, it's, it's pretty big Peanuts, yeah. yeah I would say I this know. is probably the second biggest Peanuts I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. I'm not sure but don't the size you think... of the Peanuts is what really matters. Wait, but did don't you, you think say Peanuts? I mean, there's, like, a lot, there's a lot of Peanuts in there. Okay. In the show, there's a lot of Peanuts. I get what you guys so, are doing, you sick fucks. Rob, can you please go back to the other list where we can see the rating system? Thank you. So, yeah. So, otherwise, I also got tattooed on my arm if you want to look at my arm. (laughs) Yeah, this was great, but it sucked jingle balls because there was no Linus and Lucy. All right. So, Russ has told us what he thinks. Matt, what do you think? Does this list deck the halls, suck jingle balls, or peace and love for all? Why did you even even have to repeat those three things? I know it's burned into everybody's been memory. Drinking tonight. Guys, I definitely didn't spend some time on rhymezone.com. And by the way, we are sponsored by rhymezone.com. This is the <laughs> ad we had from my dad to say that that site is pretty rad. All right, rhymezone.com. Oh. Check them out if you want to get some rhymes. Well, I'm glad to say that this list 
sucks jingle ball. <laughs> oh. There's no Mavis Staples. There's no Ray Charles. Um, it it just it's a mix of all this new age stuff. Put everything before 1963 and earlier on a on a greatest of all time list, and I'll uh, I'll listen to it. But yeah, this thing sucks jingle balls. Mavis Staples, Mavis Staples sings the, the the theme song to Christmas Vacation. For real? Oh. In 1989, she sung it at Paisley Park too. Stuff like that. I can't Whoa. find it. There's, it's nowhere. You know, you can find it on the like the um, the list. The, if you're listening just to the movie, but you can't just find like a single of it and listen to it on like Spotify or anything like that, which is weird. But uh, wow. people have covered it. But, yeah. the, oh, the, the lights, I know this. The lights spell out sex laser. That's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to edit that so it looks like it came up with it instantly. Oh, uh, this is the, like the beginning of the movie. You wanted this song yes. on the list? Yeah. I, who am I doing I this podcast with? I don't get it. I think I've introduced this factoid before, but Bob Dylan tried to marry Mavis Staples. And I think she said no. Ring-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Okay, Aaron. It uh, does this list. Oh, excuse me, sir. Does this list yeah. deck the halls, <laughs> suck jingle balls, and peace and love for all? I would say it decks the halls because it has some of my favorites. It's got uh, the boss doing Santa Claus is coming to town. It's got Darlene Love. It's got the Ronettes doing Frosty the Snowman. Uh, I would say it's missing Wham! Last Christmas and the Pogues. Fairy tale of New York. So it's not quite perfect, but it, I think it still decks the halls. All right. The correct answer is this list is happy holidays, y'all. You don't care what I really have to say about this list. This list is fine. All Christmas music is just fine. And then as soon as December 31st comes, you're thank God you never have to listen to this for another year. It's so weird. I don't know. Why does other holidays have music like this? Why, why is there no 4th of July music or Valentine's music? It's like Christmas is the one holiday where we all celebrate it pretty much the same Doesn't way. Doesn't Toby Keith? I'm sure Toby Keith has like a whole 4th of July album, right? Or like several yeah. of them. We got, Born, we got Born in the USA coming up. There's a couple there out of Bruce Springsteen. I did notice Aaron is holding up all of his Toby Keith vinyl that he has. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot, Aaron. I'm pretty impressed. A lot of it's signed. He's pointing directly at the boot in your ass. Okay, so that's, well, it's a holiday episode. So I guess, guess what? That's how we're ending it. Aaron likes Toby Keith. Guess what? I'm s- Happy holidays, everybody. Aaron likes Toby Keith. I'm surprised we made it this far without anyone bringing up the fact that Aaron's wearing an American flag t-shirt with the sleeves cut off yeah. the whole time. Yeah. He just he has a lot of thoughts about uh, how we're doing with the vaccines. All right, so ran out of steam there. Sorry. Okay, I had a thought in my head, and I was like, oh, guess what? This isn't going to be the end because I'm going to edit it in earlier. That's it for Beck. Did it better? I did it like five minutes in. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time, but you're just too stupid to get up online. If you want to hear four guys who chat and then they get off track, I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. Uh, Russ, I actually bought you a gift before this podcast, and I I think I made a mistake because it was a shirt that just said uh, sex laser on it. So if you want to forward that to Rosie, that'd be great. It's going to go real t- terrible when I invite my next date over for the crumbs all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Are you wearing a sex laser shirt? Uh, yeah. There's crumbs. Don't judge me. 
sex lady. Have you not, have you not seen my house shoes? <laughs> house shoe, gazoon tight. <laughs>